Good morning, it's Thursday, September 6th, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Clinton delivers stirring plea for Obama. Study discovers roadmap of DNA, a key to biology, and U.S. to retain role as a jailer in Afghanistan. In this morning's national news headlines, four years later, scarred but still confident. And rise in fracking has oil wells vying for water. In today's financial headlines, commodity companies' big merger is in peril. Fear of more austerity fuels unrest ahead of talks. And Europe to investigate Chinese exports of solar panels. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page and the opinions of New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from the Democratic National Convention in Charlotte, North Carolina by Jeff Zeleny and Mark Landler, titled, Clinton Delivers Stirring Plea for Obama. Former President Bill Clinton and President Obama embraced on stage Wednesday night after Clinton delivered an impassioned plea on behalf of Obama's re-election, the 42nd president nominating the 44th to a second term with a drawling argument that democratic values would restore the promise of the middle class. Clinton delivered a point-by-point rebuttal of the arguments made during the Republican National Convention last week, warning against Republicans taking back the White House and declaring we can't let it happen. He offered an equally detailed affirmative case for the re-election of Obama, saying there was no question the country was in a better position than it was four years ago. We simply cannot afford to give the reins of government to someone who will double down on trickle-down, Clinton said. I love our country so much, and I know we're coming back. Clinton drew sharp lines between the choices facing voters in November. He made the case in a deeply personal and forceful way, sometimes articulating the argument for Obama in a more forceful way than the president has done throughout his race with Mitt Romney. We believe we're all in this together. There's a better philosophy than you're on your own, Clinton said. Clinton paid tribute to a spirit of bipartisan political cooperation that he lamented was now missing. He characterized Obama as a president who wanted to bring that spirit back, noting that the president appointed Republican cabinet secretaries and former political rivals like Vice President Joseph Biden and his wife, Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton. The relationship they built, he said, sent a signal abroad. Democracy does not have to be a blood sport, Clinton said. It can be an honorable enterprise. The arrival here by Clinton had the feel of a valedictory, particularly as Obama arrived on stage, while thousands of Democrats here thundered their approval. It was, perhaps, a capstone in the political career of Clinton, who was delivering his eighth speech to a Democratic National Convention. Clinton offered a comprehensive assessment of Obama's first-term priorities, from the auto bailout to the health care law. Brandishing statistics with a familiar vigor, he laid out a case that each of Obama's initiatives had met the Republican litmus test, leaving Americans better than four years ago. For Clinton, the speech dramatized the evolution in his relationship with Obama, from bitter antagonism to cautious embrace, and now a full-throated endorsement.